What's up, my miners, intelligence and consciousness? I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. As always, I'm thinking about cryptocurrency. I am a proud holder of a bunch of Doge coins, and I wanted to kind of understand this more. I mean, maybe I've been duped. I'm not sure, but I thought I'd bring in a head 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 hedge fund accountant Josh Roth. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Thanks for having me, dude. Anytime. So. First off, how the hell did you get in? How did you become a hedge fund accountant for crypto investment firms, my friend? Uh, it was kind of an accident. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't study accounting a whole lot in college. I just kind of um, you know, did the basics and studied economics and uh, stumbled into hedge fund accounting uh, because I needed a job. And you know, here I am you know, six, seven years later. And uh, you know, obviously, cryptocurrencies weren't a big deal back in 2014 when I started, but uh, they, they kind of caught steam, what was it, 2017 with the huge bubble and have uh, made a heck of a comeback lately. So uh, yeah, there, there's a little bit more attention being paid to uh, especially Bitcoin and a lot of the others have kind of fallen off. But uh, Ethereum is another one that's, you know, made something of a comeback. It, it has made a comeback. I mean, it's trading at what, like 2,500 to, you know, mm -hmm. mid 2000s. Yeah. Um, a coin right now, which I think is 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 insane. But like, do you do you think that we are going that we're seeing the same bubble that was in 2017? Obviously, the magnitude of Bitcoin being that it's what the last yeah. time I checked was 65k. It might be down to like 53. Yeah, it's down like 50, 54, 55 today, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 fallen a little bit, but do you think that it's going to continue going down? Do you, do you see some of the same parallels today that you did in 2017? <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some of the same parallels, but you know, the more I learn about it, the more I realize I don't know about the the whole space. You know, it, it's just crazy. It is an insane, but like it's very confusing, mm -hmm. and that's where I because you need to have like these wallets to have your coins on, and like I that's when I get completely lost. But what, how much do you know about that? Because that's the whole point is for me to squeeze as much knowledge about this subject out of you. You know about the wallets? I do know about the wallets a little bit. It's kind of, I, I think it's kind of a cold storage where you're taking it off the exchange, where you're not trading cryptos. It's just kind of a place for you to hold your coins, mm -hmm. and, and maybe I've misunderstood that. But yeah, it, the wallet is like a unique address for you to to visit to see what you have, like to see your assets. Yeah, so that kind of scares me because I'm trading Doge and I have like three thousand coins in my possession, but I don't <laughs> necessarily own those coins the same way someone with a wallet would. Am I correct in that assumption? That I don't know. I'm not sure how you own them. Then, I mean, I mean, I, I bought them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what's up, Demarco? Um, so I I know this because I looked into it because I also am invested in Dogecoin. Um, the way that it works through trading platforms like Robinhood is that Robinhood has and holds the wallet for you. And anything is in your name, but technically the wallet is in possession of Robinhood. Other places where you manage your own wallet, it's on you. But in this case, it's kind of like it's supposed to be like a kind of a consumer-friendly way of doing it, is my guess. Okay, so Robinhood is is effectively the custodian then, and the wallet provider doesn't provide any, I guess, any protections at all. Yes. 
Got I it. think I think it's like their the built-in protection of their security of and mm-hmm. I can't speak to that considering they got in the <laughs> the situation they did with the early GameStop trading in February. Um, I would not be surprised if they haven't like way upped their network security and their security protocols to protect that, especially if it's uh, if they're holding the wallet codes. Mm-hmm. Got it. So it's got to be it, man. So I mean, <clears throat> in your opinion, like, do you think that we're going to see Bitcoin? come crashing down to earth and be trading it like what was it like four thousand dollars like a year ago do you think that's what we're gonna be do you think that's what we're seeing i don't know if it'll crash that far i mean there could definitely be a reset in value but there's a lot of like big players getting in the game so i I think that's going to provide sort of a price floor if you will Mm -hmm. um i don't know where that floor is but i'm sure we'll find it at some point I think so too, man. I'm I'm very but but what what's interesting to me is that a lot of big players seem to be quietly exiting Bitcoin. Have have you seen any of that? Like, have you read any of those reports of these people just slowly pulling their money out? Yeah, yeah, I've definitely seen a little bit of that. But I mean, for every seller, there's a buyer. So mm-hmm. whoever they're selling to is willing to buy at that price, and that's kind of what holds it steady and keeps it moving upwards. So I'm not sure, you know, how many small consumers or small purchasers it's going to take to continually offset those large sellers. But you know, for the time being, it's still happening. I definitely, yeah, I think I think that's that's interesting, and that's what we're seeing with. Um, I just compare everything, everything to Doge because that's the <laughs> one thing I've got skin in that game. And I think it's it's interesting to see its value continue to raise. Like there's what one there's a community with 1.4 million people that are all holding, and they're like, we're not selling, we're getting this to a dollar. I'm like, fuck yeah, man! I bought in at six cents. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know. I I definitely think that's a possibility, man. Um, For sure. Yeah, but it's a it's a dollar, two dollars, maybe five. We're, we've talked about that in the message boards, but. That's going to be a long time. I just, I don't know. I, um, <clears throat> you, you'd be kind of, you would technically be one of the first people to know if it, if it was going to start, like the price of Bitcoin was going to start falling because you'd see a lot of the transacting fees, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I do um, a, a few funds on a daily basis that trade in Bitcoin. And so I, you know, watch um, the prices on a daily basis at different exchanges on any given day, the, the the difference in the pricing is not massive, but uh, when the trading gets a little thinner, like over the weekends, you can see that the 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 market is a little bit wider. Yeah, yeah. You kind of want to dig into that. What you mean by the market is a bit wider? Wider for some of our listeners that might not understand. Yeah, yeah. So basically, the market price at any given time. Um, could be, you know, a thousand bucks different um, between exchanges. So if there's, you know, exchange A and exchange B, you know, you might be able to sell your your coins on exchange B for a thousand dollars more than exchange A. But uh, that's just a function of, you know, who's trading on what exchange and at what time. 
Yeah. That's one of the things that I found found interesting. Like it, it, it the stock market really never stops. You you can weekend trade, at least I mean, as a small retail mm-hmm. investor, like that's how I was able to find some deals, which mm-hmm. isn't not good. I'm in the middle of the forest and I was like, ooh, I wonder I wonder what's going on in the stock market. And I look and I was like, Oh my God, Doge is down to twenty cents. I'm buying it. And and I did. And now it's up to forty one, son. It was a great, great purchase. But I, I just I mean, I want. Do you know when that started? Like when you were able to trade on the weekends? Is is that a, a, a relatively new thing? So you're you're talking about two different things. The stock market actually does have a hard close. Okay. It does close for the weekend, whereas you know the foreign exchange markets and the uh, cryptocurrency markets don't really have a close. You can trade twenty four seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's. I think that's. But I, don't you think that that is technically the future? Sure. Yeah. I mean, in the stock market, I guess we see extended hours trading a little bit. You know, that's um, I guess now available to some retail investors. But I, I don't know. I kind of like having a hard stop. I think a hard stop is fun for sure, especially in your line of work, right? But like, it, I don't it's know. Very it, nice in my line of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 interesting. I mean, I mean like. What are some of the interesting trends you've seen um, since you've been in this space? Like, like, can you kind of speak to that? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so I guess one of the more recent things we've seen funds engaging in is called staking. And okay. basically, they're just in there to validate transactions. And um, from what I've seen, they, they specialize in a cryptocurrency like that they can stake. So they'll go in, they'll validate certain transactions, and they'll get paid in that same cryptocurrency that they're validating. So they've got kind of a I don't know, double exposure to the same currency. Okay, and they're obviously going to like pick the cryptocurrencies that they're mo- most interested in seeing. Right. That is very in- – dude, are you aware of Mooncoin or Moon? For there, dude, there are so many cryptocurrencies that are up and coming, and a lot of <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, a lot of them recently are starting on the internet, and I can't mm-hmm. like the trading platforms for this coin are super sketch. And John and I have been talking about this for like a, like like two weeks, and uh, there's always I can't the, re- the constant Doge updates, like me frantically texting or calling him. Oh my god, it's at thirty eight cents. Oh my god, it's running. Yeah, the, it pretty. It, it, and that, but we're looking for new ones because there's this like weird group of human beings that like there's a lot of zeros. These this these things it's not even worth fractions of a cent, mm-hmm. and it's all over TikTok. It's all over. I'm not haven't looked for it a lot on Reddit, but it, it's all over social media, different weird social media outlets and stuff. And uh, I'm kind of in a trading group at my at my office, and they've all been buying a shit ton of it, and the zeros keep disappearing. So more people are finding out about it, and we're, <laughs> dude, we're basically sharks now. We're just trying to push the value up of these weird coins and ID and like just to just to make money. Right. It's a yeah, constant well, just hustle, keep in man. Keep mind that regardless of the price, you got to find yourself a, a buyer in That's order to sell. Tr- dude, it's a giant. Ponzi scheme with millions of people <laughs> in, and the, the sooner you find out about it, the sooner you're able to catch. I think that's the future of trading. I, I really do. 
Yeah. I kind of, I think it's just a, I think it's a giant game. I think it's a giant game where people will find out about something maybe. And then there'll be people, a bunch of people that panic buy panic sell. A lot of people are going to get fucked in this, but I really do think like in the next like 10 to 15 years, like that's going to be the game. And a lot of people are going to make a shit ton of money just by pumping up stock. I mean, that's essentially what we're seeing with GameStop. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And uh, I don't know. Today we saw something a little bit different, right? Everybody's buying on the news that the uh, the CEO stepped down and they were going to make some changes. Um, but yeah, the, the big rally was definitely just a, an orchestrated buy. Yeah. Well, how, how, how much did the big, how much, how much did the stock go up to? What was the price? Today? Of, yeah, to game. I didn't let you. And no, DeMarco, you want to pull that up? Yeah, I'll pull it up. Uh, last I saw it, I remember seeing it was around 170. Yeah. I'm looking right now. Uh, it closed at 164. Ooh, not bad. 164. And, and what, did, what did it start out at? Um, One day, let's see. Started at 172. So it actually Ooh. lost a little bit, but not a whole oh. lot. Can you, uh, it goes off of the prior close, so it's yeah. really based off of what it closed out on Friday. Yeah. Can you, can you, Demar? Can you find out what deep fucking value bought his GameStop shares? <laughs> I know at? that who uh, there was some. There's someone else. I can't. It's not deep fucking value. It's the uh, one of the other Something guys. Kitty, right? Uh, no, maybe it was. Yeah, Roaring, Roaring Kitty. Kitty. He doubled down yeah. today. I remember seeing that. Deep, yeah. deep fucking value doubled down like a few weeks ago. And and for the listeners that don't know, we've talked about this on the show a lot. Uh, this is a guy uh, that's a member of Wall Street Bets on Reddit, and he started a YOLO thread about he invested fifty thousand dollars in GameStop. I think back in like 2019 or late 2018, and everyone's like, "You're an idiot," and he's like, "No, there's value here." And it just steadily kept climbing. And then I believe in January of 20, I think it was 2018. So in 2019, he was a millionaire. And everyone's like, are you going to sell? And he's like, fuck you. No, there's still more money to be made. And uh, when GameStop blew up, the dude fifty turned $50,000 at the height was at like 40 mil and some change. So the, he's, here, let's see, I'm pulling up on Reddit. I'm going to say 14 bucks. He his total position right now as of the sixteenth, two hundred thousand shares. Yeah, he bought in on one hundred and fifty four dollars. Yeah, two hundred thousand shares. But he 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 had fifty thousand, or I think he bought a hundred thousand shares for fifty k. Yeah. Do you, can you? He got an what? additional fifty k, fifty thousand shares. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Went from over three hundred eleven hundred million in cash to three million dollars without with purchases. So let's but, see. I'll try to find more. I'll keep looking. Just, yeah, keep looking. Try, try to find what he initially bought in at, which I think was like fourteen bucks a share. Yeah, I believe. Josh, that's crazy. <laughs> I, do you, I don't. I want to know how he saw what was coming, like the the squeeze. Like that doesn't make sense to me. So his position on February, what was this? February third that he posted. I had an April sixteenth call. Twelve. Yeah, April sixteenth call. At eighty dollars, he bought five hundred shares, and then he was had fifty thousand shares. So total, he was holding about fifty thousand uh, ish shares, mm-hmm. valued at twenty two point four million. That's not when he first bought in, though. No, now he's valued at thirty four point four million, though. 
<laughs> so he's, nice. he's doing all right. <laughs> yeah, fifty uh, an initial investment of fifty k. Yeah, that's awesome. I think over two years. Yeah, but how did he find out about this? That's I've always wanted to know that. Like what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a bunch of you know data providers out there. Even I think Yahoo Finance might provide some uh, short interest publication on each stock. So they'll tell you how many of the shares are short. Like you know, if people are betting on against a million shares of the stock, you can see that. And then if that number seems high enough to you, if you feel like you can squeeze them out, then you're going to buy up the stock and push up the price. And that's basically what happened on Reddit. You know, if this guy said he saw value in the company, I don't think that, you know, he was particularly doing a short squeeze initially, and then it eventually developed. You know, I don't think he planned this two years ago. I don't know. If, if he was an evil genius, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Yeah, if he if he planned this two years ago, then that's pretty stinking impressive. I think I think he bought it in yeah, 2019. Yeah, 2019, I believe, is when he bought in. I forget it's 2021. I was still living in 2020 for a hot second. But mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I'm, I'm fascinated by what's happening because I still don't know who's won this. Like... I really don't know. I don't know because the the redditors will just they'll take a beating. They'll lose so much money one day. I follow that thread quite often. The the uh, Wall Street bets. I follow quite like they they'll post all their losses on the day, and then the next day they they it feels like they've defeated Wall Street. Like fuck you, like the you know these hedge funds. So I don't know who's won. This battle's still going on. Well, yeah, it's not even that they're betting against hedge funds because some hedge funds are on you know either side of the trade. Mm-hmm. Right. Like so there, there was an article, I don't know, yesterday or two days ago about a, a hedge fund manager who was actually, you know, giving up his board seat at GameStop so that he could sell the shares. You know, so oh. he's been long this whole time as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he made a shit ton of money. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I can't crazy. remember how many shares he owned, but it was a bunch. Wow. The- it's kind of sketchy. Do you, is is but the, the real question is: Is GameStop actually going to go out of business? Like, are they fucked? Because initially, when we we speak quite often off off air, but like you said, they're screwed. They're going bankrupt. But they just split their shares to generate like some sort of cash flow. Correct. So I think they they actually issued more shares, and um, yeah. So that that's a short term solution. Obviously, they can't keep issuing more shares just to raise capital. But if they can actually turn something around with new management. Then yeah, I could see them, you know, lasting in business. But the way things were going, they were they were going under, and it doesn't matter what the share price was, you know, they they still needed their own cash. The internet has the internet's undefeated, dude. GameStop's yeah, going to be was... around for for ten years. <laughs> yep, it's undefeated. The, enough people were met, and I and I do we know how much? Do you know off the top of your head how much money these firms these and hedge funds lost. No, I have no idea. There's, are they still bleeding? Has it has a has a short squeeze happened? I lost interest in this. <laughs> so I was following it religiously, and it wasn't happening fast enough to come out. But has that happened? So I think it happened to smaller funds. Like if there was a smaller fund that was short, mm-hmm. they might not have had the you know the capital to meet the margin calls. But um. Yeah, I, I don't think it really happened on the scale that it was expected. So as right. of as of one month ago, Melvin, the known losses, Melvin Capital mm-hmm. had lost four point five billion. 
Um, right. And a collection of other head funds had lost about eight hundred million. <laughs> <laughs> so That's I'm not a pretty concentrated I'll keep, effort. Yeah, I'll keep looking. It's mostly it was Melvin and Citroen that were the big ones that lost out. There was one other, I think, but I'll keep looking okay. to see if I can find other figures. Dude, that's <laughs> so legit. That's a lot of money to lose. But just just from a bunch of of Wall Street betters that go by the name Apes and call each other retards. Like these guys <laughs> are just they're the best. They're the best. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool idea for sure, and yeah, I'd be, I don't know, I'd I'd be interested to watch it happen again. It, dude, it's listen. Here's the thing, Josh, join the Doge Revolution <laughs> right now. Put a hundred dollars in. You're a little late to the party, but we're gonna push Doge to to one dollar. Like that is going to happen. And I need you to believe. <laughs> so here's some more figures from this is as of April 9th, according to Bloomberg. Uh, at the end of January, Melvin was down 45%. And then over February and March, uh, they gained 65 and 2.1% back, but they closed the first quarter with a 39.5% loss. Whew. That's not yeah. good. Josh, the people are undefeated. Good, that's the way it should be. And you know, get, on the, like, get on the get on the Doge army. Undefeated is really the uh, the right term. The little guy won this one, and we were going to yeah, win exactly. again with with Doge. Why, why, why are you so anti Doge, my friend? But tell the people why. Oh, so I'm just generally not on board with the cryptocurrencies. I I, I don't really understand it well enough. And I certainly don't understand the valuation, like what makes a certain currency more valuable than the next, because nothing is stopping anybody from issuing a new one. Um, Yeah, like uh, when I download the daily prices, I get all of the cryptocurrencies. It's just a whole portfolio of them. And there's like seven, eight hundred of them that are in this, you know, report every day. And yeah, I, I don't understand aside from a network effect, what could make one more valuable than the next? I definitely think that's great. Is there, is there any way I could get access to that said document? <laughs> we'll talk, I can't provide it to you. <laughs> we'll, listen, we'll talk about that off air. That's neither here nor there. But uh, I'll tell you what. It's, it, it doesn't make sense to me, and this is going to be kind of a contradictory statement, but at this, and, it, and it actually makes perfect sense to me. In a world where we all have agreed that money is, is just a means of exchange, but the, the, in our country, right, it's fiat money. It's completely worthless. It's just backed by the full faith of the people. Mm-hmm. So new, new strange things are occurring like Dogecoin, Bitcoin, Ethereum, where people mm-hmm. are giving these electronic, uh, I don't want to say tokens, but uh, coins, right? This electronic currency value, and we're trading it. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, except th- what what separates Bitcoin is there's only 21 million of them ever created. So it's a, it's a finite amount of things like gold, allowing it to hold its value. And I think that that's, that's something... I think that's what's really cool about it. Um, and it's completely new and there's not a lot of rules and it's decentralized and the government mm-hmm. can't necessarily fuck it up, although they're definitely tr- going to try. Like it's 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 an unregulated wild, wild west affair. And they're in they're making 
it easier for the plebs, such as you, you, me, DeMarco, to have access to it and to trade it, only furthering its value and making it a deeper part of us, which is why if everyone, <clears throat> including yourself, <laughs> decides to continue to buy Doge, we could make it um, we could make it the main cryptocurrency if we got enough buying because it's cheap enough to where everyone has access to it right now and we push it to a dollar then two then three come on man you, you see what i'm saying <laughs> you picking up what i'm putting down oh so what what happens on may 17th this year again is that tax day <clears throat> Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, that's yeah. when all taxes are due. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of the big thing I see that holds back cryptocurrencies is that taxes are required to be paid in U.S. dollars here in the United States. And so all payrolls are basically done in USD as well. So that is something that is going to hold the price down and keep things denominated in USD. No, and I think that's totally fine. But you still, I can, you can use it. takes It takes fifty three thousand dollars to get one Bitcoin, right? So I'm sure the government, I don't know, would they? They would just accept USD in that, right? Like they wouldn't accept gold. If I want, if I could, I pay my taxes in gold. No, stupid. Yeah, I don't even know if you if you could have done that before they removed the gold standard. I know. I'm actually really <laughs> curious about that. Like you should have been able to theoretically, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Demarco, will you pull that up, please? <laughs> He's going to Google that. We'll find out. Yeah, we we weren't around back then, <laughs> but that would have been. I I don't know. I think that it would be easier to hand over dollars than gold. I definitely think so too. But I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe we get to the point where everything's so decentralized that the government couldn't. Oh. So according to, where did it go? Uh, according to U.S. Money Reserve, which I believe they, they, yeah, they're a gold, big gold trader or something, retail trader. Uh, in Arizona, Idaho, Texas, Utah, Wyoming, Tennessee, Kansas, and Louisiana, you can, uh, you can secure your paper money with gold and silver. Oh, fuck and before, yeah. And I, and I know that before the gold standard, you could go to... You could secure your money with generally it was mm-hmm. gold, so you could trade yeah. your you could trade your U.S. dollars for the equivalent in gold. Yeah, exactly. It used to be redeemable. Mm-hmm. Demargo, will you find there was a speaking of Texas that I believe there is a bank in Texas that has its own currency backed by gold. Did you know about this? I'm I'm eighty-two percent no. sure. I also might be uh, talking out of my ass right now, I'm but he's gonna find now. it. Well, it Please, cool. yeah, I know. I can't wait to see those. I can't wait to see those notes. But I I mean, it's not like we uh, willfully pay taxes. You know, it's it's like our tax. Like, where do our tax dollars go? Right. I don't. Yeah. You know, I would I would personally rather not pay taxes because. The government is super inefficient, and everything it touches turns. Oh, so he's got an answer. <laughs> the uh, Texas Bullion Depository opened in June of 2018. Let's see, it's the nation's first state administered bullion depository in Texas. It's state administered. Yep. So, like, it, it's is it like actually taxpayer funded? Uh it's 
Well, let's look. I'm looking into it. I can look into it more, but as everything I'm seeing, yeah, it's they're a Texas That's Bullion awesome. Discovery and they're a .gov address. So, so do they now? Do they have their own currency that's backed by gold? Correct. I believe they have notes, bank notes, because in the 1800s, 1700s, a shit ton of banks had different currencies that you could that were backed by gold. I believe. Mm-hmm. Am I correct in that, Josh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, hell yeah. That's like the original banks is that they would take your gold deposits and then issue you a depository note. Exactly. A receipt. Yeah. yeah. So they they, ha- <clears throat> they store precious metals, mm-hmm. but I can't, I'm, I'll look into it, but I can't find anything about having their own currency. I think technically it's illegal for a state to have a state sponsor <clears throat> currency in the United States other than the federal reserves currency. You know, that is interesting. You know what else is becoming uh, increasingly more interesting to me? I I really love that states are really beginning to challenge the supreme the hegemony supremacy whatever you want to say of the federal government. <laughs> I it, this has been a joy to with the drugs, pot and now gun reform. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love because we are all <clears throat> this is something that we need to get like this is something that we, the states, really need to continue to push back against because what works in New York is not going to fucking work in Alabama, right? You know, and 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 I, I like that people are like, oh, you want to pass this gun reform? Fuck you, we don't want that. Like that's, <laughs> that's we're intent, which and it, and also gives me the option to move, which I'm really thinking about doing. Like I just to move to a more right conscious state you know because i I just (laughs) i just to to a free state man like because i just i like wild people i like wild places i like i mean i want i it's a not what i'm gonna say is not super logical but like if you want to own a bazooka like fuck yeah i'm i just whatever you want to do to make you that makes you happy let's do it you know (laughs) i don't want i just don't want people to tell me what to do and i've We've spent this past year being told what to fucking do, what masks to wear, that we should be afraid, don't go out. To, I'm over it, dude. I am so over that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I am definitely a, a fan of the smaller government. I, I certainly don't think that yeah, the federal government can get everything done in the best way possible. No, not at all, man. Um, Demar, you find anything on this? Yeah, I can't find anything about any state that has their own state backed currency there's a, i've found a lot about a lot of uh like academic articles from think tanks about state sponsored digital like cryptocurrencies but nothing <clears throat> actually solid right now there's state sponsored cryptocurrencies i'll put that in the show notes man that's that's wild i did not know that the government's trying to get on that too <laughs> you can't blame them it's been a heck of a bull market it has been man it's just so it's <clears throat> it's it's so crazy i i it's interesting to see what's how it's gonna play out I, I i'm just super stoked about doge because i got so lucky i i, <laughs> I got so lucky you're like, welcome I, for that one yeah thank you I, I i bought it on a lark like i was trying to get into gamestop as it was going, I was way too late to the party on that. I was like, I think it, when I was trying to buy, it was like $400 a share. And I was like, nope. So then I bought uh, AMC and that was like $14 a share. I got, it has not been there since. I lost money on that. Um, <clears throat> so I bought several, quite a few shares of that. Not proud of it. And then as a lark, DeMarco's like, 
buy some Doge. And I was like, sounds good to me. Cryptocurrency, six cents. Let's go. <laughs> so I guess what, what's the um, what's the number of coins that can be issued for Dogecoin? Uh, I'm gonna have Demarco take that one. Right. Yeah. Pull that up. I think that they all are limited in the numbers that can be issued, just because it's it's basically just a string of code, and there's only X number of combinations possible. It's ridiculous i think the market cap is like 47 billion dollars the current market cap for doge as of april 16th was 52 billion dollars which is a full uh eight billion dollars more than barclays all right i will look up to see what the continue to look and see like what the max cap is though i have no idea what barclays is barclays bank barclays is a big bank it's like one of the biggest banks in the world yeah I had no, I did not know that. Well, now you do. Yeah. yeah, I just learned something. Here we go. That's what this is about. Um, learning things. Are you so? I mean, after after my impassioned speech, how much Doge would you like to buy tomorrow at the <laughs> opening of the market? Oh, I'll put a nickel in. That won't even get that. That won't even get you one, Josh. I'm gonna need forty cents, huh? Oh well, the, the benefit of these cryptos is that they're basically infinitely div- divisible, right? That's actually a good point. They are. I I I'm I don't want to buy a fraction of a Bitcoin either. Uh why not? Do you hold any in your portfolio? Absolutely not. Why? <laughs> I'm not sold on cryptos. But how can uh, how can you not be? Like I like I I understand the volatility. Like it doesn't make sense to trade. Doge isn't super volatile, so, I just so I'm, not, I'm not super concerned about the volatility. Like the stock market can be volatile too, but what I like about the stock market is you can get paid for holding the asset, and with the cryptos, you have to sell the asset to get paid. What you're for the people that don't know, what he's essentially speaking about is dividend stocks, where companies will pay you mm-hmm. money per quarter, right? It's generally per quarter. Yeah, yeah, most of them will pay on a quarterly basis. On a quarterly basis, um, X amount of dollars just for holding their stock. And that is a great way to make passive income. And there's generally a little bit more rationale for the valuation. You know, it probably can't be said right now, but there's usually some metrics uh, so, and ways to decide a value of a stock. Uh, Dogecoin has no cap. That's what makes what? it. That's what were you saying the other day, Rick, when we were talking that uh, Bitcoin and most of them are based on scarcity, and this is a depreci- yeah, this is, depreciating this is, currency. Yeah, this it's it's a it's an inflationary currency, yeah. and the other ones are. It's also it's also mined differently because I've I've looked into this to do myself. <laughs> uh, Bitcoin and mo- most most coins are mined through using uh graphics cards using the processors on graphics cards which is why there's a massive graphics card and silicon shortage right now dogecoin can be mined using graphics cards or cpus which makes it much easier to mine for because most people don't have uh, a strong graphics card and that also makes it mineable on literally anything that has a processor so old cell phones old laptops (laughs) tablets computers servers literally everything should we start like on the side? Should we start a Dogecoin mining company? 
I don't know. I think if you're gonna, if we're gonna go professional mining, we're gonna go for something big, because you you need a lot of hardware to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you think we should go for the Bitcoin mining? I don't know. I I think I'm 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 think Ethereum is gonna come. I think Bitcoin's. I mean, I'm talking out of my ass. I don't have a lot, but I just feel like Bitcoin's getting ready to crash as big as it is. I think it's gonna come. There's gonna be a massive correction that'll come back down to earth. Yeah. <clears throat> where, where do you think it lands? I don't know. I, <clears throat> I'm su- I am I'm like you. I am sus on crypto cryptos, uh, for mm-hmm. the reason that they are also a fiat. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like yeah. that idea that I can't have anything to back it up. Um, I think my best guess. I think Bitcoin and Ethereum and maybe there'll probably be a few others by the time everything shakes out. But I think they'll end it like the S class coins like Bitcoin and then their equivalents would probably end in the multiple thousands, like maybe mm-hmm. three to eight thousand dollar range. And then I think that there's gonna be a number of like kind of like like second level coins that are still just as legitimate that probably end up in the few hundred dollars to like low thousands. Like Where maybe would you, one two. I think Doge is gonna you? be in that second class that I think eventually it'll maybe <laughs> yeah, be <buddy>. like <laughs> I don't know. I think the the way it's going, and if it the holds the pattern, it it, I think it might stabilize eventually. Maybe like two hundred dollars at the maximum, maximum, but somewhere like yes. maybe, maybe realistically somewhere between like fifty and a hundred. Yeah, to, to be and to just I know you're laughing, just we never mm-hmm. said that we were rational people. We're very <laughs> delusional. I'm but trying to be know rational, what? but also I I want to make money. The, but also you have to you also have to consider this. There are 1.4 million people that feel the same way, and they're all buying Doge. Right. Dude, we're trying to pump the price up. Let's yeah. go. Go for it. <laughs> I just want you to be a part of it. As a very dear friend of mine, I'm telling you about an investment opportunity. <laughs> this isn't like when you told me about Herbalife, is it? No, I never told I, <laughs> you. Dude, I legitimately never told you about Herbalife. I know. <laughs> Good God! I did, but actually, for the listeners, I did get caught up in a pyramid scheme right out of high school. You 100, would, you P. would, Rick. No, hundred percent got caught up in a pyramid scheme. Um, not proud of it. I swear, man, it's real. It's gonna, it's gonna <laughs> go. It's gonna be so good. This is gonna be. Yeah, I was such a phone douche. system deal, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was the future, and then I realized that that there was an iPhone, and I was like, this is fucking dumb it was super embarrassing but hey i got got man i was a sucker it happens yeah it's just tuition at the school hard knocks everybody yeah. pays it yeah dude that was you ever get you, you ever get sucked up into one of those i've never gotten sucked Did up you... into a pyramid scheme That's i've lost good. money in the stock market before yeah i almost joined a cult too no i'm just kidding <laughs> I think yeah, I, I that would be that'd be why. I actually funny funny story. I lived with a guy that is in a cult now. Uh, his name is Ryan. I can't I can't remember his last name, but I got a uh, Instagram message from an old roommate named Hannah, and she's like, "Hey, do you remember this Ryan character?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "He's in a cult now." And she sent me the video. Of where this guy's in this cult, and I, I was, I couldn't believe he was always a weird kid. He's really into, um, like Eastern religions and stuff. And then he found, 
he found God, I guess. Well, there's a lot of people in Eastern religions. Yeah, no, but like billions like, of them actually. Just, but he found he found like he found <laughs> a, the the reincarnate of God in in fucking Colorado. Oh, I'm just teasing, man. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> it was wild. No, it's all good. It's it was wild. It was wild, man. Um, but yeah, it's I'm th- dude. And this is going to be a bit of a, a shorter show today because I know you got shit to do. But uh, I really appreciate you coming on and let me chat your ear off, dog. Yeah, of course. And yeah, uh, well, me. well, dude, anytime we'll get you back on here, man. Um, I know you don't. You're not really big on the socials or anything. Um, next time you come back here, we'll we'll have to tell the listeners about this book you've been working on. And uh, I'm really I'm really <laughs> excited about it. All right, sounds good. I'll talk All to right. you later, man. All right, buddy. Peace.